0: This is Definitively. Uncertain. Welcome everybody to our 0. .5, I don't know what number it is. Nine point mm, five?
1: Eight point five?
0: Eight point five. Welcome to eight point five. I'm ahead of myself. <laughs> I am John Colbert, and with me as always... Adele Colbert. And this is Definitively Uncertain. I didn't fuck it up this time. Sweet. Yeah. So, what's been happening for the last week?
1: Um, not a whole lot.
0: Really? We're gonna start off like that?
1: Yeah. Um, we finished putting all the components together for our first issue of um, the blue and white at my high school. So, um, that's going to be coming out soon. Um, my braces got tightened. That, that kind of (laughs) sucks. Yeah. Yeah. It's weird talking with an elastic trying to hold your, like, top jaw to your bottom jaw, so.
0: I get that. I don't get that. you don't get that that. (laughs) but your teeth are looking good though yeah yeah it's looking looking good pretty good i think it's uh you know we're on the home stretch now for your teeth
1: definitely i miss popcorn and hard candies yeah chewy stuff
0: you know what i miss Hmm? nothing because i can eat whatever the fuck i want yeah
1: (laughs) thanks dad (laughs)
0: So, working at this new job, mm-hmm. it's, uh, it's pretty good. Yeah. It's pretty active. Mm-hmm. It's uh, it's a little different than what my last job was, but I'm learning a lot of new things, which is really fun for me, because I like learning new things. It drives me nuts if I already know what I'm doing, you know? Like, and it's just monotonous, the mm-hmm. same thing over and over. This is new jobs every day, different places, different, you know um things, problems to figure mm-hmm. out and stuff like that. So I kinda I'm digging it. Cool. My body's not No. No, it's not used to this, but <laughs> it, it'll get used to it. You I can know get you. So that's been pretty good. Have you heard anything about the Calgary bid and the Olympics? Mm,
1: no. Huh? I've heard like that there is something going on with it but i don't know what specifically
0: well calgary wants to host the 2026 olympics and there's a bunch of people that are for it and there's a lot of people that are against it Mm -hmm. and i was just curious to see what you thought about calgary hosting the olympics and to see if um you can kind of think about you know, the repercussions and stuff like that.
1: Mm-hmm. So, I don't understand what the bid is. Like, do you have to, like, pay for to host the Olympics?
0: Yes. Yes and no. You You do have to pay certain things, but you also have to put a lot of money into the city mm-hmm. to have those places, like, set up yeah like the ski jumping and all that stuff and Mm -hmm. and um like the you know the big ski jump slope that they have now from 1988 olympics um athletes and equipment and everything has gotten so much better Mm -hmm. that they said that if ski jumpers now jumped off of that ramp they would end up on the street that's how that's that's how much further they go
2: (laughs) That's crazy. Yeah.
0: So, like, there's a lot of things that would need to be fixed, and then there's a lot of things that they could still use. Mm-hmm. But the problem with it is, is they're projecting it's going to be billions of dollars. Ouch. Like, literally billions of dollars to host the Olympics.
2: Mm-hmm
0: and me personally i don't think calgary can do that right now i don't think alberta can do that right now Mm -hmm. you know we've um back when we first moved here in 2012 you know the the oil was booming everything was good and you know we um alberta was one of the only provinces in canada that never had a deficit really yeah all the money from the oil and gas and that would even help pay for people east like in Ontario and Quebec and a lot of that money went there to help them with their deficits Mm -hmm. so and now we're in a deficit we are it's it's just there's nothing we can do about it Mm -hmm. you know the everything kind of went for crap so um but I think if it would have happened in 2012, you know, we wouldn't see it all over the news about how it's such a big issue mm-hmm. because they would have been like, yeah, okay, you know, money's rolling, so we can just keep going, you know? Yeah. And it it wouldn't have been such a big deal. But now Calgary has to put in so much money and they're looking for the government to put in like a 1.6 billion or something like that. Like can't remember exactly i think it's 1.6 billion dollars and the government's kind of going no you know we don't want to do that yeah but i don't think we can really afford it either because like the amount of money that calgary needs it's gonna hurt everyone yeah because whether you see it or not the money comes from us Mm -hmm. like property tax everyone's property tax in calgary will go up and it'll help pay for that like you know it's just all these little things these little increments of you know oh well, this will cost you a little bit more and this will cost you a little bit more mm-hmm. so no one actually sees it coming out of their pocket but it is happening and it's because of that mm-hmm. and i just think that uh, there's a lot of people out there right now in calgary and surrounding areas that can't afford to do that mm-hmm they can't afford to have their bills go up any higher. Like they just fucking can't. Like mm-hmm. knock it off. You know. Like it's just like it, it's crazy. Like our property tax here, because we're rural, it's a little cheaper, but we're still in a, a in a town.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And our property tax doesn't even uh, help with snow removal in the winter time. Mm-hmm. Like our roads are always horrible. You know and it's it's crazy but and that was one thing that I found a little shocking was just that you know there was a farmer down the road that brought his tractor through and did it just to be a nice guy mm-hmm. which is pretty wild but yeah I just I just don't think I just don't think Albertans in general you know I get you. the amount of money that will come in from that is uh is not what we pay out yeah and in the long run it's great that you know all these people like all these um you know olympic athletes and stuff will have a place to train because they'll have state-of-the-art stuff Mm -hmm. and other people will be able to do it too but it's still not like what does that do for the average person that doesn't want to fucking jump off a ramp with sticks on his feet Mm -hmm. you know it's just not a yeah (laughs) it doesn't make sense right for me i'm not jumping in a luge i'm not you know i'm not wearing spandex (laughs) i'm not really built for that you know (laughs) i'm not sitting there in spandex trying to go down a sled or the skeleton or whatever it is yeah yeah it's just not happening for me
1: yeah i think it's um it's definitely a want, not a need, because yeah, it'd be cool to have the Olympics in Calgary, but can't afford that. You know what I mean?
0: I don't. I don't think we can afford it. And there's a bunch of people out there, you know, that might disagree. And there's a lot of people out there that are going to agree with us. Mm-hmm. But for me, it just doesn't make sense. I get you. It's one of those things that.
1: Yeah. Why pay for it to have it used, like? huge once and then just like a little bit after
0: yeah i agree so next topic yeah you didn't even talk about it i taught you a new skill yesterday oh yeah and you did not talk about it
1: changed the tires on the truck it was pretty fun like I don't know I've never done it before and it was pretty cool yeah so like I didn't lift the tires you did
0: yeah well they're heavy very yeah they're 20 inch tires so I do the heavy lifting you do the you know (laughs) that (laughs) yeah that (laughs) and torquing down and yeah I want you to learn how to do all that stuff right and then that way you know, when some guy is trying to show off to you later on in life, and like, you even change a diary? You'd be like, just fucking move, bitch. <laughs> <You know>? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's what I want. I want you to be able to... Like, my mom, when I was growing up, she taught me how to sew. She taught me how to cook. She taught me everything that was basically back then even in even in the 80s it was considered a more of a woman's Mm -hmm. job right but my mom was like there's not always going to be a woman there to teach you like to do this stuff for you Mm -hmm. you need to learn how to do it and I I love that that she taught me that stuff because
2: Mm
0: -hmm. you know when mom and I got together I was like oh I'll cook and she's like you know how to cook I'm like yeah and then there was something with a something with one of her clothes and i was like i can stitch that up real quick she's like you can sew (laughs) i was like fuck yeah i can sew sew like a motherfucker but yeah (laughs) you
1: taught me how to sew
0: yeah yeah and you know who taught me your mom Mom. your grandma yep but yeah so that's kind of what i'm doing with you like there's there's certain things mom's going to teach you and then there's certain things that I think you should learn too right Mm -hmm. and then that way if like you know you ever got a flat tire on the side of the road you can figure it out Mm -hmm. it ain't that hard you know yeah that happened with uh me and uh, a friend Mm -hmm. we were driving down the road and he got a flat and he did not know what to do Mm-hmm. And I was like, "That's crazy," like, "Cause for me, you know, my dad was the one who was like, "No, no, you need to learn this," you know, like, so I did. Mm-hmm. And uh, and one of my one of my best friends in in school was also a, a mechanic, so that that kind of helped out a lot. Mm-hmm. You know, going down to his place and just helping him out with stuff. Like, I didn't even know kind of what I was doing until. It was all done, and I was like, oh shit, that's how you do that? You know, Mm -hmm. it was kind of cool, so.
1: Yeah, I'm pretty sure most of the guys I hang out with have never changed a tire. No. In their lives.
0: No, well, they're still young, right? Mm -hmm. I'm sure that maybe their dads might teach them. Mm -hmm. If their dads don't suck.
2: (laughs) True, (laughs) yeah.
0: (laughs) But I think there's a... That was something that I always found a little weird, and it was like... For you and your own business, right? Mm
2: -hmm. Like, you
0: would go to these houses and once in a while you'd be like, oh, I go to school with this girl. And you'd be like, why can't she just go into the backyard and pick up her dog shit then? Mm -hmm. Like, it's weird that parents Mm -hmm. would rather hire you than have chores for their kids.
1: I mean, I'm not complaining. I get the money from it. But it's still kind of wild to me.
0: It is weird, right?
1: Like, there's... Like m- most of my friends now they have chores that they do regularly and they're pretty much the same as mine. Um but there's some kids that have never done chores in their life. Yeah. I'm like that's crazy. Yeah. Like you don't wash you don't know how to wash the dishes. You don't know how to load a dishwasher, you know how to you don't know how to run a dishwasher. I got mom to teach me how to wash clothes so that I knew.
2: Yeah.
1: Mm they've never done that. You don't know how to do, you don't know how to mow the lawn. Like, you can't even pick up your own dog poop. Like, yeah. what the hell? It's it's crazy to me that some people don't don't have chores or, I don't know, allowances are kind of weird too because you're not going to be paid for that when you have your own house, right? Like, you're not going to vacuum and some magic fairy is going to come out and say, here, it's $10 for vacuuming. It's not how that works.
0: No, it isn't. But that's the thing is that, that's the thing that like mom and I want to teach you is that there's certain things that you just take pride in, you know, you do them and then you take pride in it. Like we live in a clean house. Mm -hmm. We keep our house tidy. It's clean. We live in a clean house, Mm -hmm. you know, and then that way when you move on and you know, you have your own place and you clean it and you're like, fuck yeah, look at this place. It looks great. You Mm -hmm. know, like it's a clean house. Mind you, if, you know, you're still on the same path that you're on right now and you're going to be a doctor, you can fucking pay somebody to do it.
2: hmm
0: You know, that's legit. Yeah. Mom and dad are not, we don't have that kind of money. One day I would like to have fuck you money, but I don't have it right now. <laughs> do you know what that is? No. That's fuck you, I can do whatever I want. I love that. Yeah, that's fuck you money.
1: That's great.
0: Rich people, you know, they have that money. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah like there's famous people more or less they have that kind of money one day you know i think i think one day i'll probably get there yeah you know i'll invent something or you will and i'll steal it from you oh yeah <laughs> not really but you know what i'm talking about or maybe you know i start my own business again and something happens from there
2: mm-hmm
0: yeah, that's the, uh, that's the exciting stuff.
1: So Brody said something interesting today. So, you know how you used to own your own business? And you didn't really have anyone working for you, it was just you, and we helped out every once in a while? Yeah. So, I'm talking to Brody, and he says, um, well, you don't have a real job. And I was like, okay, what do you mean? He's like, well, you don't have your own company, and you don't have people working for you and nobody like you don't have a boss that pays you so you don't have a real job and i was like dad owned his own business (laughs) and he didn't have anyone working for him so is that not a real job
0: i did have someone work for me once in a while yeah but yeah majority of the time it was just me Mm -hmm. the thing if you're providing a service and you're getting paid for that service. Mhm. And you have your own job. You're self employed. hmm You know, that's just the way it is.
1: It's not a licensed business. No,
0: you're not paying taxes and stuff. You're too young yeah. for that. You know what I mean? You're fifteen years old. You yeah. Know, like you don't need to be you know I unless you. unless, you know, the town's like you have to do this, then fuck it, I'll pay for it. I don't give a shit. Mm-hmm. You know, like if that's what it takes, but You know it's just for me like Brody's young he doesn't understand Mm -hmm. you know like he he was working for you know the neighbor there Mm -hmm. and he 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 technically didn't have a job according to his the way he thinks yeah because he was working for himself Mm -hmm. and he got paid and that was it Mm -hmm. he didn't have anybody working for him but remember when he came home What's was the first thing you said?
1: I have a job.
0: I have a job. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think he was just trying to fuck with you. I think so. I'm pretty sure it worked, because you're still festering over it, and now talking about it over the interwebs. Yep. So.
1: <laughs> it bugs me. <laughs>
0: it does once in a while, right?
1: I take pride in my business. And, I don't know. Yeah, when he said it, like, wasn't a real job, I was like, it's my baby. Don't talk about my business like that.
0: Yeah. But, you know, he's gonna, he's a little brother. He's gonna mess with you, man. That's yeah. What, that's what they do. It's not like you don't mess with him, either. Mm. I know you do. True. Yeah. <laughs> How was jiu this week?
1: It was pretty fun. Um... The girl I was working with arm me pretty fast, so my arm's a little sore today. She didn't, like, do it on purpose or anything, but...
0: Just got in the moment. Yeah. Yeah, it happens.
1: When I work with her, we drill to kill. Like, we drill it as fast as we do it, so... There's been times I've accidentally kicked her in the face. There's been times where she's accidentally punched me in the mouth. But, yeah, I, I enjoy working with her because um, we're really competitive towards each other in the moment, but after we can still like talk like we're best friends. Yeah. It's pretty I, cool. That's
0: what I like about Jiu Jitsu. You know, you guys are learning skills. You guys are just being awesome. You know, like for me, it's, it's, a. I I know it's more of a solitary, like, you know, it, when you go into a tournament, you fight, mm-hmm. but you have that group behind you that you've trained with, that supports you, mm-hmm. you know, that, you know, and if you lose, they're like, it's okay, man, you know, mm-hmm. everybody loses, you know, and that was the thing that I really liked about jujitsu, even when you guys would fight, and, um, you know, someone would get the submission in that, you'd just be like, hey man, that was a good one, you mm-hmm. know, and it's, mm-hmm. it's good, there's no, there's no anger, you yeah. know it's, and if you do have anger then you're you're doing it for the wrong reasons Mhm. but I think you got uh, a good group of guys uh, like a good group of guys that you train with for sure
2: yeah
0: and uh Paul and Krista are awesome they are they're part time ninjas and okotokes
1: they'll laugh at you if you cry
0: yeah Well. <laughs> yeah yeah they got mad at Brody too remember that no or no they didn't really get mad at him but the kid kept bending his finger and it wasn't wasn't, it wasn't allowed yeah it wasn't allowed so he was all he was all upset about it like he was just so butthurt that this kid was not going by the rules mm-hmm. and uh, and paul was like so what so what if you're in a tournament and someone does that to you you can't say time out you know if they don't see it then you just keep going you mm-hmm. deal with it and I think that day he was more shocked that he was like oh Paul didn't do anything to that kid you know like if mm-hmm. I tell you know then this will happen mm-hmm. you know because in school if he tells something will happen
2: mm-hmm.
0: but there it's different it's like no
2: do I didn't
0: him. see it you know fine I listened to you fine he did it but it's over hmm you know, and I, I just said to Brody, I was just like, you know, you got to understand that if kids are gonna be like that towards you when you're drilling, you have to you have to be a little bit more aggressive. Mm-hmm. You know, you can't just be like, hey, that's not fair,
2: because
0: mm-hmm. it's it's just you know that not every not every time you do jujitsu is it gonna be fair, like. That would be the same with you, you know, if you went up against that one girl that's, like, a foot taller than Yeah. You know, if you were just like, that's not fair, she's huge. Like,
1: yeah. yeah. Like, I I have to fight, like, the tallest people in the class all the time. It's just, like, everyone has to. Yeah. Like, even people who are smaller than me have to fight them. Yeah. So, it might be unfair height-wise, but it's not unfair in the whole scheme of things because well, everyone unfair. will have to fight them eventually yeah
0: it's unfair height and weight wise like mm-hmm. some of those some of those kids are bigger than you right yeah and if you were in a tournament you wouldn't you wouldn't be fighting them
2: mm-hmm.
0: but practicing and rolling around with them you know what i mean it's a bigger stronger taller person
2: mm-hmm.
1: makes you a better fight.
0: yeah when you go up against someone in a tournament and they're the same size as you you're like I've been throwing fucking <laughs> you and a half around in my gym, you know, like it's easy. Yeah. But that's just my thought on it.
1: Yeah. Jiu-jitsu is a, a good group of people.
0: I've always looked at it. That was uh, that was something I always wanted to do. Yeah. I wanted to do jiu-jitsu. I really did. And then I was just uh we just there was no places like I grew up in hagersville ontario you know like Mm -hmm. there was nothing really out there wasn't not not in that retrospect you know Mm -hmm. you never know there might be one there now i doubt it i really doubt it (laughs) but you know like it's just a small town it was like five thousand people when i was growing up there you know everyone that drove by if they saw me they honked their horn you know like when mom and i first got together she was like holy crap Mm -hmm. does everyone know you and I'm like yeah they do everyone everyone (laughs) everyone right my dad owned a business you know so everyone everyone if they didn't know me personally they knew my dad and then they'd be like oh you're Royce's boy and Mm I'd be like yeah you know and that's that's what it was it was you know Mm -hmm. and one day that might happen to you because we live in a pretty small town so they'll be like oh you're John's John's daughter yeah yeah." Mm -hmm. you'd be like yeah I am
2: Yep.
1: Pretty
0: I cool. have a name.
1: <laughs> yeah, guys.
0: <laughs> so anything else happening? Anything coming up?
1: Um Oh, um we have our remembrance day assembly on Friday. And um do you remember how in grade 7 I was in a chamber choir? Yeah. So it was like the more elite choir. Yeah. So in that choir, we sang a song called "Seal Lullaby by Eric Whittaker. And on Friday, the drama group, like the group that does the play, is singing the same song. Same arrangement, we did it and everything. Well, not the same arrangement. Uh, We did it four-part, they're doing it three-part. And they have 30 people and we had 12. (laughs) So, we're better, but yeah. It just, it got me thinking about choir again, because I haven't been in a choir in a couple years. Yeah. And, um, yeah, I miss it. I miss that community. We don't have a choir at our news at this school, yeah, yeah, but we won provincials when I was in grade eight. That was pretty cool at the school I was at, and my music teacher was probably the coolest teacher I've ever had. yeah, he was pretty cool. um, there was one time, um, we stopped for. We stopped somewhere to like check into our hotel and go get supper and then go to the hot springs because my music, music teacher was like, yeah, let's go to the hot springs. We just won. So we stop at the hotel and there's mold everywhere and there's the ceilings moving. So we're pretty sure they had a rodent problem. And we're like, okay, let's see if the restaurant will take us early. And they're like, yep, we've already got you booked off. Come on. So we all go in and... Shemka's like, excuse me and he walks out and you just hear him yelling on the phone at the people who booked the hotel. Yeah. Because we booked with the um with the competition that um like um the competition, the people who run it, that's yeah. who booked our hotel. And he was not happy. So we drove like another four four or five maybe even six hours to the nearest the next nearest hotel and it had a pool so we didn't get our hot springs but we got a pool in the morning and it was pretty cool
0: that's all right then yeah and it's a story
1: it is a story
0: there's one thing that you're gonna learn and you end up telling the stories that were shitty a shitty time more than you tell the stories about a good time In your life, yeah, you will. You totally will because they stick out in your head more Mm -hmm. and they're more entertaining stories. Mm -hmm. So when you come up with something, you're like, it's weird, you know, like I I, people ask me, you know, when did me and mom get married? I'm like, oh, July 14th, you know, and they're like, oh, yeah. They don't really ask very many other questions, right? But, Mm -hmm. you know, someone will say something like, oh, man, you know, this happened to me and you'll be like, be like that happened to me too You it know, was something like that and then mm-hmm. you'll be like oh man there's this one time you know but those are the stories and the details will even stay with you more because you're like it was it was more traumatic i guess right? <laughs> i guess so. but you'll end up telling and you'll notice it now that i've said it to you
2: mm-hmm.
0: that you tell more stories about shitty things that have happened to you mm-hmm. than more than the good things you know what I mean like in in like a in a social situation like Mm -hmm. you know a bunch of people will be talking and if you're sitting there and you're like so yeah everything's good and everything's perfect and yeah so I went to this place and I you know saw this and this happened and everything was really good and yeah that was it and I went home everyone's gonna be like what kind of fucking story is that yeah (laughs) you know so you always come up with the ones like I don't know. I'm just exaggerating. I,
1: I remember a lot of things from that one time. Like, I remember stopping about four hours into the drive, pulling over so a girl could get off the bus and puke. Yeah. And then we were all standing outside for, like, half an hour because the bus stank because she puked on the bus. Aww. So we had to wait there <laughs> and wait for it to clean up. And I ended up falling asleep leaning up against the bus. And then... I got woken up and we all went back on the bus. Yeah, it, yeah. There was a lot. Like, I remember that very vividly.
0: Yeah, there's all kinds of funny things like that that you'll remember. Like, it's just...
1: Yeah, that's yeah. crazy.
0: But there's lots of good things, too. Like, you know, like if we were talking about road trips and stuff, you know? Mm-hmm. I could tell you all those things, too. But people, it, it won't it won't hold the audience. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's one of those things where... Like I, that's the reason why I like Instagram for taking pictures of, of cool things that I see or something that I, you know, whatever, a trip that I did, you know, I can snap those pictures and those are the happy memories for me, Mm -hmm. you know? And then I got to the point when I started doing a lot of like photography,
2: Mm
0: -hmm. I, I used to take pictures of like you and Brody, like Brody when he was crying because i i just you know i was like i should get all the memories you know not just the happy staged ones mm-hmm. i should get all the memories like you know the shitty ones the whatever yeah. like, it's just funny right yeah that, to me it's funny i don't know some people might be like oh you took a picture of your kid and i'm like fuck yeah i did fuck you <laughs>
1: there's a picture of me and i'm in all pink and i'm crying because i fell off my bike
0: yeah i took that picture yeah yeah i take all pictures i don't care
1: super good (laughs) but
0: yeah but you know what that was Mm. that was a time you were learning how to ride your bike Mm -hmm. you know that was a great memory you fell down and you cried and you didn't like it and whatever Mm -hmm. but something i'll never forget you know i helped you ride your bike Mm -hmm. yeah that's a pretty good thing I got a video of it too when you finally made it all the way around. Mm -hmm. And you were like, Dad, I'll make you proud. And it was like, (laughs) so sweet. I was like, You already do, honey. (laughs) But I have it. I have it on video. Mm -hmm. You know? I got a a montage of Brody just eating shit off of his bike when he (laughs) he learned. Like, he just. Man, that kid fell. But he he was just like me, though. When I wanted to learn, I fell and fell and fell. Like I had scrapes on top of scrapes on top of scrapes, but I didn't give up. Mm -hmm. You know, I see that in both of you guys. That determination—that's the kind of stuff I like to see. You know, like I don't want to say I like to see you fail, but I like to see what you do after you fail. Mm -hmm. You know, that's a—that's an important thing. That's a judge of character. That Mm -hmm. you can tell someone you know who they are by that kind of stuff
1: that's why i don't that's why like sometimes i'll like pick the tall kids in jiu because i'm like i've never beat you but maybe this time will
0: be the time
1: yeah and if not i'll do better next time yeah because
0: or i'll start knowing your tricks
1: i started drilling with some of them too like i drilled with um there's the one guy who's a yellow black belt and the girl I was telling you I drill with. And I drilled with both of them because I've got her and she's my size, but she's a lot faster than me. And I've got him who's way bigger than me. Like, like st- he's stronger and he's bigger than me. Yeah. But I don't drilling with him, it's, um, it's a whole different beast than fighting him because, um... You're actually seeing what you can do on a bigger opponent.
0: Yeah. It's pretty cool. I think so, too. So on that note, I guess we should probably go. I guess so. Because Mom's going to be home soon. She took Hardy to the vet. Yep. So we will take off and stay tuned for Sunday's. Alright, All right. see you later guys.
1: Bye. Hey guys, thanks for listening. If you like what you heard today, give us a like and a share. If you've got any ideas for topics for us to talk about, give us a shout. Either through email or on Facebook or Instagram at definitivelyuncertain. Hope you guys have an awesome day and we'll talk to you next time.